Welcome to Reconstruct Ed. My name is Dr. Nadira Jack. everyone. We hope you're having a wonderful, productive week so far. For today's episode, we will continue the conversation on COVID and the impact it had on students and learning. Now, to provide some context for any new listeners, if you have not already listened to episode three, part one, please go back and do so now. This is a great opportunity for adults to understand the needs of children. So let's just dive right back into the conversation with middle school students, Jada, Jake, and Sanvi. So we're going to move on to a different topic area if you guys are okay with that. And I really want to talk about something that I think COVID highlighted, especially for all students, but especially for our middle school and high school level students, and that's social emotional learning. Um, what have you done to help get you through this time of COVID when you're away from, you know, physical contact and having those relationships with your friends, families, and teachers and seeing them in person? What have you done to help get you through this time? And how are you staying grounded without feeling a sense of sadness or despair? Um, during this time, it can definitely be hard on everybody. And for me, one thing that I love to do is just to take a day, simply take a day to myself, whether it's just on the weekend or just um, a day off when I can to sort of not only reflect, but to let my emotions out. One thing I love to do is just vent. I love to vent to my parents and I love to vent to different people like my friends or and, and a trusted adult because I think sort of you shouldn't keep all of your emotions inside. And that's really important because if you do, it won't make you feel any better. By letting it out, it will make you feel better. And that's what I love to do. So during this hard time, I do let my emotions out. I try to meditate and find some different ways to calm myself down and just try and find different ways to make myself feel better. Try and get into different hobbies and take my mind off of um, what is really stressing me out? So that's what's pretty much helping me during this time. Awesome. That's that's great to hear. You touched upon a lot of things. You know, COVID was overwhelming. And even today, there are things that our students and you all are facing that are challenging um, and so personal to you that you are dealing with, right? And sometimes you don't want to share. I do recommend the meditating, the journaling, the talking to a trusted adult because one thing that is healthy for you to do is to show your emotions and to be vulnerable to people that you absolutely trust. Because what happens, what do you guys think happens when you keep suppressing those emotions and kind of burying them down deep within? What do you think is going to eventually happen? You suppress all of those emotions. I think what will happen is that you'll flip your lid and you'll get, um, you could say, emotionally overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Not mel- mentally, then emotionally overwhelmed. And then you're like, wait, I have all these feelings. Like, if I let them out, would the right things happen? Would people think about me the right way? But then your other, your your self-consciousness is saying you should let them out. But your mind is saying, but what, like, 
you're just worried about what other people will think, but not what's good for you. And then some people get overwhelmed by that. And that could really affect um, academic performance and other stuff. So I feel it's best to let out what you're thinking. So because it's beneficial for you and others that they know that what's going on and they're not worried all the time. They're not worried six that, oh, are, are you OK? And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And then you don't look fine. Right. Absolutely. Because people can tell. I mean, those people that really genuinely love and care for you can tell, hey, you know, your smile is not quite the same today. Like something is up and, and let's have a conversation. Right. Jacob, what about you? What have you done to kind of stay grounded and help you during this time of COVID? Is there any new skill or anything that you learned? Like, hey, I'm really great at this. I took some time to relax myself. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to social like activity, I am better at that. And, you know, I raised my hand more. I didn't really do much of that last year. So I'm really proud of myself for that. That's pretty awesome to hear because, you know, in school, and we're going to talk about this in one of our future episodes, we're going to talk about the relationships children have with teachers. And we're going to talk about feeling comfortable enough to share your insights and your perspectives. So even something as simple as, I raise my hand more and that's, that's a big accomplishment for me. Or I take time out to make sure that I am relaxing, even if that's playing games or hanging out virtually with family members or friends. I think the, the bigger lesson here is that SEL is important. Self-care is important and that we all have to find ways to manage and cope with our stresses and the anxiety that we are faced with. Okay, so I think we can all agree that life has definitely changed since COVID and school has dramatically shifted. Learning and teaching and assessments and everything that occurred was kind of a big awakening to us like, hey, something has to shift in schools. So I personally know a lot of students that actually loved remote learning. And so I want to hear from you and, and let's start with Jake. What has been your favorite part of remote learning? What do you absolutely love about online instruction? What I love about it is that you don't always have to talk and that you can raise your hand while feeling that you're not interrupting someone. So you like this. I want to say this collaborative piece where, hey, if I want to participate, I can participate. It doesn't feel like it's mandatory. And so you like to kind of sit back and take all of the lessons in that is you're more observant is what I'm saying. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And Jada, what about you? What did you love about online instruction? So I think we touched upon this topic earlier about just me and every like students in general being able to learn and connect with teachers on a deeper level i think that's really my favorite part of online instruction because i feel like at in person we weren't able to do that because it was of a, a rush and everybody was busy and it was a matter of oh gotta get to my next class we have to get to this class, have to get to this class. Oh, we can't be late for this class. Now I feel like we can 
all relate and we get to learn more about our teachers and connect with our teachers. And I feel like that's really important and we should all be able to do that. So that's my favorite part. And also being able to get that one-on-one interaction with our teachers in breakout rooms because I feel like everybody needs that. And it just um, makes me feel better and makes me understand the topic that we're learning about um, even more. Wow. So you love the human relationship side of it, the being able to develop those positive relationships with teachers, because you are absolutely right. When we are in a school setting, there are time constraints and we have a certain amount of time allotted for each period. And once that bell rings, you got to get up and go. There is no, there is no time for, Hey, Miss Turner, Miss Mack, how was your day? How are you feeling? Right. And we need to check on our teachers too, as well, because they are overwhelmed and, and their stress levels, if our stress levels are high, we can only imagine what theirs are. Right. So you bring up an important factor, Jada. And I always say those positive relationships are so important because they carry on. You know, when you all graduate from the school you're currently attending, you will probably stay in touch with those teachers that you took the time out and they took the time out and you both invested this time in getting to know each other personally. It makes a huge difference. Sanvi, you wanted to add something to this topic? Mm -hmm. So one thing I like about virtual learning is that it's convenient and we don't necessarily have to be in school. Like even though we're learning, like technically we are in school, but we're not physically there and it's more convenient because um, we're at home and sometimes if you have a question or something, we have to ask it during the lesson, and it's like sometimes interrupting when we're in person. But after, like in virtual learning, the teachers usually stay behind for a few minutes or at least to answer a few students' questions. And that is also um, very helpful as we don't have to interrupt the lesson and we can also get our questions answered. Awesome. So the convenience part of it is like, hey, I can just wake up, jump on the laptop, and I'm in class, right? you know, where I get to sleep in a little bit later. I have classes and there's this sense of flexibility with time. Whereas on site, we are feeling rushed and we are feeling like we need to take things a little bit slower. Like, is this appropriate, this fast paced environment appropriate for children, right? So curious to know which setting do you prefer? Online or in person, or maybe even a combination of both. Like, I love in-person learning, but now, like, it's not really safe. So I would prefer virtual learning as it's better to be safe. Gotcha. What about you, Jake? Online or in-person? So I love the feeling that I'd be safe online and that things are much more easier. Mm -hmm. But I do miss in-person a lot. I do miss socializing with people in my class. So I would rather, I think I would rather when it's safe be in person. But I also wouldn't mind hybrid learning because my mom is a teacher and she has gone back to school. And she, um, she's not hybrid, but she does get one day in the week, which is Wednesday, to go virtual, which I feel is, um, I think it's a, a good idea. But I do miss the interaction, like Jacob said, 
I really do miss the interaction with my teachers and my friends and just being able to say, hi, what's up? And just being able to hug everybody and see everybody. I truly do miss that. And I just hope that one day we can all just go back and have some type of normalcy again. Awesome. So listen, you guys have spoken. You want to return to school on site, but only when it's truly and completely safe. So I have a few more questions. Um, and I, I think the plan is for all schools to fully reopen in September. So with that being said, so you've, you've gone through on-site instruction for a majority of your school life. And over the course of the last year and a half, you've done online instruction. What are you looking forward to? Let's pretend it's September 2021 and you're in the next grade level above. What does school look like on your first day back? And what are you looking forward to? What do you hope has changed for the better? In other words, what practices are educators and school leaders engaging in now that you hope will continue when you get to on-site instruction? Um, one thing... I hope um, educators continue to like continue implementing is um, using safety safety guidelines like wearing masks, um, having social like practicing social distancing, um, all of those like if the situation does not come back like completely normal by September, I hope everyone keeps following that as it could like really make a difference in the school environment and it would also be safe for everyone. Thank you. Anyone else? Anything as it relates to curriculum, instruction, assessment? So um, one thing I um, really would love them to do is, well, um, educators and administration to do is make SEL part of the learning curriculum. Because I feel that it is really important and social emotional learning is important and being aware of your emotions and letting it out and emotional intelligence. I feel like that's important and a skill that everybody should have. And when we go back to school, I definitely think they should continue to implement fun, effective ways to learn because um, I feel like um, when we play like things like look it and the different games that we that we do play um, on online it's more fun and more engaging and I truly think in my opinion I can really focus more and it helps me understand the topic a lot better so I do hope they continue to gamify the lessons and make it more fun and effective as well as make SEO part of the learning curriculum because I believe that that's really important too. Awesome. And those are great responses. Definitely. I think COVID taught us we need to up our tech game in school and make lessons that are interactive and engaging for students. I would like to continue when we go back in person to socialize more with my teachers. Mm, so you want more of what Jada was kind of touching upon like being able to learn about them more and again with those positive relationships building those and sustaining those yeah i mean i think that's a great one as well because i think if you don't have positive relationships with students and vice versa like learning can be really difficult can you imagine learning from someone that like 
really don't know anything about, that would be really challenging, right? Yeah. So, and we're going to talk about that topic area as well on another episode, like I mentioned earlier. Um, Last question. Are you guys ready for this one? What life lessons have you learned about yourself and your teachers during COVID? The life lessons that I know that I've learned, I can relate to what my teachers feel. And I feel like when I was back at school, um, especially when we had our new teachers and back at school, we didn't really talk about personal things and understand each other on a deeper level. And quarantine and um, online school has gave us the opportunity to do that. So I've learned a lot more about my teachers and what they're going through and how anxious they were going into such a hard time and how much they truly do care about us and care about their job and care about our education because they do. And I can truly um, relate to what they are feeling, which I love. And I've also learned more about myself. I've learned that my likes and my dislikes during quarantine and got into new hobbies, what I want to do when I grow up. I've gotten um, into journalism during quarantine, which I truly love. And I just can hope to continue this habit of getting to know our teachers on a deeper level and continuing to relate with them because I feel like, like you said, when we do graduate, we can keep in contact with those teachers that we do relate with and that we do know on a deeper level and on a personal level. Awesome. Jake, what about you? What have you learned about your teachers and yourself? I've learned to like be thankful more because some kids don't have this in other countries. Like they're probably not learning anything right now while we are here just casually being in virtual classrooms together. Gratitude. Jake is talking about gratitude. How important is it to be grateful and humble for the blessings that we have each day, realizing even I have access to a laptop and an internet and I can still learn virtually even while the rest of the world is shut down due to COVID. You know, I think that's so important because as much as your learning was disrupted, in a way, it really wasn't. It was just reconstructed virtually. And you all learned amazing things about your teachers and about yourselves. So Jada, I see for all our listeners out there, Jada has nodded her head in agreement as I talk about how learning has been reconstructed and shifted. And the whole idea of this podcast is to really shed light on innovative practices that continue to reconstruct the field of education and teaching and learning for students. So could you elaborate, Jada, more on what this reconstruction looks like? Definitely. I think learning is reconstructed or has been reconstructed because now we are in a virtual setting learning from a computer and before we were learning from a classroom. So I definitely think that the learning environment has changed. And not only that, but it we are using different resources and collaborating more with our peers and teachers, which allows us to work more effectively especially because we have this new Zoom feature called Breakout Rooms, 
where we could work on small group projects, which is amazing because we can um, get our messages across without having to try and hear each other while multiple groups are discussing. So I think that's definitely great. Do you feel like it minimizes distractions for you? I do. I believe that the breakout room feature allows us to work together more collaboratively without any distractions in the Zoom. And we can concentrate more. So we're not competing to be heard with all the voices in one room. So it's just our specific group, not every single group in the classroom. Everything about learning was reconstructed. And I hope that some of these components are revisited. Each country has separate, like being separate and very different from each other. But like within a few months of the virus, the virus spread to nearly every country and Despite the differences in distance, you're battling the same virus and we're still having the same struggles. So that is one way that we're all interconnected. And like the virus proves that because just in a few months, the virus spread from one side um, of the earth to another and it just like spread completely. Um, another thing that like I've heard from my teachers and from some friends is that life is precious and we should really be grateful for what we have because um, um, a lot of people have lost their near and dear ones and that has been very tragic for them. But we should be um, grateful that we, we are all safe and we are all together right now. So, yeah, that's mostly what I have. Thank you so much. I mean, I think, again, I love these life lessons, gratitude, learning from each other's experience. It's just, this is like music to my ears. You know, I absolutely love it. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, Jada, Sanvi, Jacob, you have done a phenomenal job on today's show. Did you guys have fun? Yes. I had a ton of fun. A ton of fun. That is awesome because that is just the point of all of this to have fun and collaboratively reconstruct education. And I don't know about you, but I think we should do this again. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do this again. This is a really important conversation that I enjoyed. And I enjoyed really engaging with you all in thoughtful, deep reflections about how this pandemic impacted and continues to impact education. So guys, every week, I like to leave our listeners with something that they can reflect upon or journal. Do you guys have any ideas as to what they could journal on this week? What would be something, a great topic for them? Jada? Well, I I do journal. So one thing I like to journal about is my emotions. And I know a lot of people do keep their emotions in, especially during COVID. Even if you're afraid of what other people would think of you, just let it out. Even if you don't want to let it out to a person, just write about it. Write about it in a journal because it will make you feel a lot better. And write about the things you're appreciative of because, you know, you should appreciate a lot of things. And I think that COVID definitely taught us to appreciate and that life is precious. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So there you have it, listeners. You know, let's journal about gratitude, the things we are grateful for, and our emotions and what we felt during COVID. How has your life transformed? 
personally and professionally due to COVID. You know, you're always more than welcome to hit me up on Instagram at Nadira Jack with your responses and inbox. And just thank you so much. Remember to join us on our next episode of Reconstruct Ed and go purchase a copy of my book if you haven't. It's called The Pedagogy of Consciousness and it's available on Amazon. We are sending everyone lots of love, light, and positive energy. And we hope you will join us next time.